pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Hello, rugby fans. This is Andrew McNair stepping in this week for Andy Rowe, who's Who? off in New Zealand. Who? <laughs> the guy you love so much. Uh, I'm here as usual with Andy Good and Big Jim Hamilton. This week we're brought to you in partnership with RugbyPass.com. Check them out for all the latest rugby content. Uh, also, if you're living in Asia or just travelling, they have an awesome live streaming service that lets you watch every major live match, including Super Rugby, Premiership, Pro 12, Top 14 and Internationals. So give them a follow on social media. And if you sign up, do use the code RugbyPod, all one word, uh, for 25% off their live streaming service. That's a bargain. Um, that is a bargain. There you go. Rugby there you go. Pod, Especially pod. if you're in Asia. So, how are things, guys? Any news? Yeah, good. I'm just going to crack open a wolf pack. How are we, Jim? I'm good. I'm good. And we're not, yeah, we have. Well, my beer's not good enough. So, we, so no. Andrew McNair, the super fan, has brought us in an imported checked lager from the co op. It was on offer. <laughs> Three for a fiver. Mate, this okay, podcast you is growing. Me to drink a co op beer. So, we're not. Disgusting. And we're not. The wolf pack guys have sent us some lager and they haven't asked me to prompt them, but I will do because the lager is very good. So, you ready? Oh, there we go. I may have See, one later you. on the show. Yeah. yeah. They're good boys, the Wolfpack boys, don't they? Al Hargreaves. Al Hargreaves, Chris Wells. Hey, do you know what they did, actually, which I am going to give them a mention, maybe very early on in the show, so sorry to... I'm not promoting anything, but they ran a, um, a competition at the weekend. I was going to say, Al Hargreaves can't run a play with them in the show. <laughs> They they uh, they ran a competition at the weekend for when Jamie George would take the field. Yep. And the person oh, who guessed, it, yeah, yeah the person who guessed it right would have got his assigned England shirt that he played against Scotland in, but the blood replacement one, so no number. Yeah. Um, someone who wants to rem- re- remain anonymous guessed the correct time or close to the correct time, fifty eight minutes or something, won the shirt, but then has decided to donate it to the Matt Hampson Foundation. Oh, good lad, whoever that is. Who was yeah. it? It was a woman, but I'm not allowed to say. She, she, she wants to remain anonymous. Oh, so good we, we said, Thank you. We said that. So um, you can find out how to win or how to bid for Jamie George's worn blood replacement shirt against Scotland in the Calcutta Cup match, which was a close game, um, <laughs> by following maybe Wolfpack Lager, Wolfpack underscore Lager on social media streams, and that's all I know. Good on him. Good lads. Good stuff. So we're yeah, back so in the studio after two live shows. Yes. Did you enjoy it? It was a good, good. fun. Yeah, good fun. Favourite point, Jim getting absolutely schooled by Harry Potter. <laughs> that was unbelievable in the Cabbage Patch pub. I he actually thought that race. was a set-up. Um, if oh, if you didn't see it, what happened was this guy just stepped up if and they, had a boat race with If Jim they didn't Alden. see it, 100,000 people have seen it. That's who's seen it. There may be some new n- listeners, you know. We're branching out. We're, we we're doing well. Completely so, stitched up. Um, but are we, um, it wasn't a stitch. He was literally it, properly, it, yeah. properly schooled. I'm like some mugs just going to put the hand up straight away. You always get the old rugby fan that go, oh, I'll take you on, I'll tackle you, I'll do this. And I've never seen a hand go up quicker in all my life. But he had a few mates in the crowd who were straight up, knew he was going to win and had yeah. the phones out and stuff like He's that. He's done so. me now because my career after rugby was going to go around all the local rugby clubs chopping beer <laughs> and seeing, so basically charging five grand to turn up and see if someone can beat me to chop a pint now. No 50, one's good. No 50p, one. mate, now, isn't it? 50p. Interestingly, they did a rematch in the pub, and the you both had beards, and the bet was that the loser would have to shave off the beard. He didn't have he a never beard. Did. He didn't have a beard. I'm pretty sure he had a beard. Yeah, he had a little bit of bum fluff. He had a bit of bum fluff. Harry, Harry he, Potter, mate. Harry uh, Potter he was. And he poured it over his head. But we need, <laughs> we need to apologise, actually, because we know that the audio wasn't that great. So we're back in the studio today, albeit budget, on co-op beer. But we're actually Wolfpack, uh, mate. Wolfpack. Wolfpack, not budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back. We have to apologise for the audio. So hopefully it is. We, you know, it was our first rodeo, and it won't happen again. But it was the, the rodeo there. Yeah, the rodeos will happen. Mm. Yeah, the rodeos oh, yeah. are happening. I will be in pubs, clubs, discos, 
Yeah. Yeah, we may have a few things in the pipeline, and if you do want to get involved in future events, uh, just send us an email on uh, or your email address on Facebook or Twitter, and keep and we'll keep you posted. Um, shall we chat about rugby? Six no. Nations. No, let's go. No, we're we'll just talking about beers. Yeah, beers and <laughs> yeah, let's talk rugby. Let's talk about Ireland and England first. England. Told you, told you. England, well, England champions, champions of Six Nations. We are. Carry on. Are you happy? <laughs> oh, listen. You know, Jim did. Actually, come out and say that before the game. Before the game, he said Ireland would win. Hell of a prediction. Did you see my prediction? Yeah, he did. Before? What did you say? Ireland by two. I said Scotland by twenty. Yeah, which went down like a shit sandwich. I don't know why because no, all Scotland no shit. disrespect. Sorry, well, Scotland <laughs> shit. Joint second, mate. Mate, you fourth. You came Joint fourth. second. Ultimately, you came fourth. Joint second. Came fourth. That's you, you if you're hanging fourth. on to that, you came fourth. Tell the poor lads that who were on a bonus. <laughs> so that's all I know. So they would have got X amount for finishing second and minus X amount for finishing fourth. <laughs> so John Barkley, I'm not allowed to say, told me I'm not allowed to talk about him on the podcast. But all the chat, though, Scotland last week, we've gone away from Ireland, England already. You've noticed that. I've got Do what you want. Do come on. You know, uh, all the chat from Scotland was like, oh, if, if this result goes our way and if this happens and... If this happens, and if I was four stone lighter, I'd have been half decent at rugby, and we'd finish second. All these f spots, mate. You finished fourth again. Same old Scotland. Fourth last year. No, fifth Same last old year. Scotland. Fifth last year. Fourth this year. You're improving though. All I'm saying is, bring me back. Vern, you gone. Gregor, <laughs> I rise from the ashes. I will bring this Scotland team back up to the top half of the table. Have you lost your your uh, potential contract for next year? Is this is that what this is? What? What do you mean? Have you, you have you lost your contract or something for playing next year? Can you announce anything? No, Can you announce anything? Well, all I know is that my career has gone from being a bag handler slash fluffer to one of the biggest and best journalists in the game of rugby union, Stephen Jones, having me down as a British lion. I think he's taking the pish. He's got a terrible podcast and he's taking the pish. <laughs> that man knows his rugby. Here, There's another, me. another achievement, your protege has been nominated for RBS Player of the Tournament. Who? Marrow. Marrow. Who? Your protege. <laughs> no idea. Taught him everything you know, and he knows. It wasn't Never as good as Launchbury, though. Launchbury will win mm. that, surely. Launchbury was outstanding. He was thought. immense. He was very good. Um, Let's go back to Ireland. Ireland, England, England, go on. Yeah. Standout performers. Standout performers? Yeah. Of what, in that game? In that game, yeah. yeah. <sighs> I watched it from a caravan in Bournemouth. So, um, <laughs> on a small, it was a big TV though. So basically, my wife's uh, mum and dad owned a caravan. So rock and roll. I was down there. Standout performers. Launchbury was good for England. I thought Peter O'Mahony. O'Mahony. <laughs> I'm a big fan of his. He was amazing, wasn't he? Hated, hated playing against him. He, he, he was top notch, wasn't he? He wasn't even supposed to start. Obviously, he's lip uh, pulled out in the warm up. Was, bit, was that in the warm up or? He people, must have. He must have had something leading up. Must have. People are saying they tried to mm. pull the wool over their eyes, didn't they? Yeah. But Omani comes in, he was immense. He, he got man of the match, well, not that much. Henderson as well. I tipped Henderson at the start of the season to be in the Lions as well. I He'll thought, go. I thought off he the was back outstanding because he plays six and second row as well. He'll go off the back so of I that. I thought he was, he, he was unbelievable. Obviously, he scored the try. I thought Sexton bossed the game pretty well uh, in terms of his kicking and Marmion as well. Marmion, everyone thought they'd miss Connor Murray. And especially those conditions, I thought Marmion was outstanding. He's, yeah. he's only a young boy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Young, and that little kick through um, towards the end. Yeah, um, was just who, phenomenal. Who, who was that? Sorry, that was Luke McGrath. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, sorry. Oh, oh my word! Was was super fan. Shambles from the Irish. You're on your last legs. You're not uh, just, speak as soon as I said it, I realised. You know, chop your um, beer. Chop what, your beer. What about Haskell? Chop your beer. Is that what you have to do whenever yeah. you make a mistake? Well, you when, you, when you're Irish and you're getting players wrong, yeah. Um, what about Haskell? There's been a bit of controversy about his performance. Some people are have mixed opinions. I, I right. think the thing, yeah, I think the thing with Haskell is 
he does divide opinion uh, because of his character, and he's a brilliant bloke, and I know him really, really well. He's a good bloke. Uh, he works extremely hard. He's he in trains great harder than anyone. Yeah, uh, but people just see the off-field stuff. People see the stuff on social media on James Haskell Fitness and all that stuff. He's a brilliant bloke, and when England don't go well, they always look for a scapegoat. Um, and the whole back row, Billy Vanapola was quite quiet as well. And of course, two um, games. You know, Haskell, he was quiet. He didn't have his most dominant game. But you look back, the France game, he was the catalyst off the bench. Haskell was the Wales game as well, catalyst again off the bench to improve our performance. So, listen, the back row, Ireland undoubtedly won the battle of the back row, undoubtedly won the, the ruck, the game line battle as well, didn't they? For the first time in the championship as well. That's, yeah. what, that's what you've got you've got to remember. England actually won it. So it's all well and good saying, oh, Haskell didn't do this or so-and-so, Billy didn't come in and do, do as well as Hughes did the week before. But Ireland haven't been that great, no. really, in the games. They got smashed by Scotland in the first yeah. game. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate for England and for Haskell, potentially, that it's the last game and everyone's speaking about it and the pressures of them trying to win that 19th game, which I knew they wouldn't do. <laughs> they struggled a bit in the lineouts, didn't they? Yeah, they got, we got taken to Pete. Jim will know more about that than me. But um... Yeah, which, yeah, I mean... I just what I don't get, and it's a question for you, Jim, being a line-out guru that you are. Obviously, Ireland competed a lot on our throne and nicked yeah. a few. We didn't seem to compete on their ball at all. Talk me through that. Just glob someone up in the air. Guess who's calling the England line-out? Do you know? Uh, Marrow, isn't he? Your protege. Marrow. Yeah. And so you blame Marrow? No, no, no. I'm just, yeah, we're live. I'm Jim just Hamilton saying. has just blamed Marrow <laughs> <laughs> for the loss. Um, but do you not think it's interesting that Marrow's wearing the number six? Yeah, he's scrummaging in the second row and he's calling the lineouts. Why is that? Why is that, Jim? No idea. No argue. idea. It's ridiculous. I think Courtney Laws is more of a six than Marrow, myself. But he's packing down at six, isn't he? Marrow? No, no. Courtney's. Well, that's what I mean. So he's yeah. packing down at yeah. six. He's jumping at six in the lineout. Yeah. And Marrow's wearing six. Who knows? Who knows? Go figure. Yeah, lineouts are a weird one, aren't they? It's um, especially off Ireland not being that great in the lineout the week before. It's usually a huge strength of England. Yeah. Not the weekend. Especially uh, Borth- Steve Borthwick is ultimately the biggest lineout nose. I'm going to call him in world rugby ever. Yeah. He loves the lineout. Studies them. Um, he could write books on them mm. galore. He's a brilliant bloke, Borthers ultimately very very dull when it comes to lineouts, but very good at them so it really surprised me actually because obviously it has been a strength of ours um, and uh, you know in, in wet conditions when your lineout's not functioning and it's a game of as Eddie Jones called it kick and clap the kick and clap one didn't it the old clap hey don't we know don't we know kick and clap could take you all the way to the double <laughs> let's talk about the backs did you think uh, Sexton was getting a hard time no. Best was giving a bit of grief no listen what I what you appreciate of a 10, um, and clearly I never did this, uh, but taking the ball to the line, knowing you're going to get belted, but ultimately what you're doing is you're taking the ball to the line, shoulders square, drawing defenders, sucking defenders into you, which creates space for the backs outside. Now, Sexton kept doing it. Yeah, OK, he made a bit of a meal of the odd one or two, but you know he kept going back to the line. He, you think about the performance and you think about the actual game itself. Sexton was ball in hand a lot. He was taking the ball to the line. He was, yes, he was getting hit. But George Ford, his opposition 10, didn't see him at all, did we? Didn't see George Ford take the ball to the line, didn't see a dominant performance. Whereas Sexton, he you know, he, he gets the plaudits. And ultimately now, I think he's guaranteed nailed on to be Lions 10. I've heard a rumour Ford ain't going. No, he's not. I don't think he is. <laughs> I've heard some good rumours. Go on then, Jim. <laughs> I can't say now because I, I'm an outside bet to go. So <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, 
outside our mate we're going Jim you and I are going we we're, are going we're, we're not playing son we're definitely the going the rugby pod on tour online I've not heard me and Goody um, the belly monster mm. are going to New Zealand and the melted wheelie bin Jim Hamilton are going with rugby pass um, to mm. film some fan, fan zone content basically we're going to drive up in a camper van and drive yeah. up we might be driving down I don't know or across I have no we idea don't. I just know we're going to be in a camper van absolute steam with other fans <laughs> and they hopefully don't know hopefully not driving yeah obviously we'll have a desert. Yeah. you can drive it you can come and drive I can do that yeah are you allowed to um, I've got a licence yeah are you allowed to surf on top of the vans on the way to the I can't see any places. reason why not yeah we'll do that then they can't There's be that strict in New Zealand. Zealand third world country isn't it New Zealand yeah exactly man. Yeah, um, sure. should we talk about France and Wales um, that was a pretty, pretty epic game um, there was a bit of controversy about this one because the it's French doctor. Uh, is said to have made a switch in the last sort of 10 minutes that wasn't because of injury, but tactical. Did, you, did, watch, you, think did you watch it? Um, I missed it because oh. I, missed <laughs> I missed the game. I missed the game, but I read the, news. I read the news. You read the news. Ah, oh, mate, it was... I, I generally don't understand this bit. Antonio Uino, how do you say How do you mean Antonio, the massive, giant, tighter prop, um, who is an absolute monster, has basically said to Wayne Barnes, he's, in, he's got a bad back... Doctor runs on and says, Oh, you gotta go, you gotta go to Antonio. And then the doctor looks at Wayne Barnes. Wayne Barnes says, Is it a head injury? And Doctor smiles at him and just laughs. And I just think goes, so. <laughs> it is, yes, it is. It is his head. But at his back. We shall get the spray and we spray it all over his mouth. But why why doesn't he just go off he doesn't need to go off with the HIA. Just get there's there was a minute left on the clock. Hey. He they knew. The, they knew, mate, it was going to 100 minutes. He was like, yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't coming back on then anyway, was he? So just go <laughs> off with a bad back. And it just it just puts a sour taste in in the, the mouth of the Welsh. Um, and there's other things to talk about. George North got bitten. Clearly, anyone that's seen that picture, he's been bitten properly by a French player. It's quite a tidy bite. Yeah. You see, you see the picture after on his bicep. It looked like his leg. And then, is that his bicep? <laughs> his biggest thing you've ever Jesus seen. Jesus Christ. Jeez, does, he do, does he do guns or what? They were huge. Know, anyway, so Guy Noves, the French coach, has come out and said, oh, I could bite myself and have a mark. I could bite myself. I could bite myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, what is know. it? I didn't see that. So, Noves has said. Guy Noves, the French coach, has come out. I think it's Guy. It's Guy. Okay. It's French, mate. All right, it's Guy Noves. <laughs> it's spelt Guy. That's co- yeah. that's the cov coming out. And that's the English coming out in you, Jim. So he said what? He G- said Guy Noves could... has come out and said, he hasn't defended his players saying we didn't bite him, but he's basically said, oh, I could bite myself and have a bite mark on my arm, as if to say George North bit himself, which again is just horrendous. It's obvious. And there's only one culprit in that French team that's doing that. Who's the worst bloke in, in, in world rugby, I reckon? Name him. Huge. <laughs> Who's Who's stamped on people's faces? He's he's spat at people. He's he's a horrendous bloke. It's a horrible thing, isn't it? I guarantee. The rumor mill says, just to protect myself here, um, rumor rumor mill says it was uh, Johan Huge that bit him. He's yeah. just hungry for a bit of the north. Will he get sighted? Well, it's classic French, and I you know I do a fair bit of commentary on the top fourteen. We know that. Just to add it in there, um, <laughs> and you talk about the, the the production, the producers over there, and the camera views. They showed Wayne Barnes and the TMO one camera angle of the bite when they were checking for it. Uh, they were like, no, it is inconclusive. It is, ce n'est pas possible. <laughs> C'est pas possible. Uh, so they, he saw one, one image, uh, and there's six or seven camera angles to every bit of play. Uh, the French producers Which they'll happily take for a try. They'll take yeah, 10 minutes out of the if game. If it's France trying to score a try, there'll be six or seven different views. But obviously, when it's France, 
accused of biting or whatever, which you know Wayne Barnes has clearly seen the bite mark. It was, uh, you know, what do you do as a ref? Do you think I thought that? Wayne Barnes handled it perfectly well? I thought he was, you know, if there's one bloke that was never going to lose control, it's Wayne Barnes. He's a QC, you know, he's uh, all this stuff in yeah, legally thinking of pressure. Yeah, no, I, he was I, thought, I thought he did really well. I thought like, he did. I, th- I tell you what, and again, I don't, we don't want to bag the old school pundits, but they're bagging him after the game, and they, they've come out today on social media. Martin Williams, yeah, he's come really out today, and, yeah. and he said, "Look, you know, I, I made a mistake." He's a good bloke, Martin Williams. Yeah, really yeah, but I, I think Wayne's a fantastic ref, and he handled that better than any other ref I can imagine would. Yeah. And the best bit was when he again he walks over to the sideline, and he's got a, I don't know who the fourth official was, but he wasn't English speaking as his first language. And Wayne Barnes is trying to talk to him in French. I think he must have been French, obviously, then. And the the fourth fish was like, I don't, I don't know, you'll never get this. <laughs> <laughs> and the conversation was, well, Barnes is trying to talk to him in French, saying, is he injured? Uh, the French bloke's trying to come back with, I don't, I don't know. Um, but I thought, you know, it was 20 minutes of drama. And then the poor old Irish and English boys having to do extra passes, extra running on the pitch because they had to delay kickoff. Which I thought was weird because I didn't know... Why do they have to start? Separate? All, because BBC and ITV. Yeah, part of the contracts are that you, you no two games go on at the same time. So you know, obviously the crescendo of it all. Bit um, of controversy, yeah. Yeah, but Barnsley, I thought Barnsley handled it amazingly well. Both teams were complaining about various different. You know, the, the French were moaning about should have been a penalty try for all the infringements and stuff like that. But Camel Shat, that's a good name as well, isn't it? Camel Shat. Camel Shat. Kept the, the Camel Shat, the French hooker, kept popping his head up as the scrum was going forward. So Barnsley couldn't give a penalty try for the scrums yeah. and they obviously got uh, Slimany back on the field by hook or by crook to try and force the penalty. There we go. And what Barnsley you, did well. Yeah, and what do you... Andrew, because you don't know too much about rugby and you didn't watch the game. <laughs> Where do you think, Goody, in your expert opinion, it leaves Wales? Fifth in the table. Just, just, there you go. Just below Scotland. In fourth. <laughs> so it leaves them fifth underneath yeah. Scotland. Yeah. I think Rob Howley came out and said this isn't a flair, fair reflection of where Wales are. Well, hang on, mate. Um, well, you know, because you a lot of them players now, off the back of last week, will get, we'll get on the Lions trip. Yeah. And if you look at it, no Scots should get on there. I don't think hardly any Scottish boys will go after getting smashed against England. Apart from Hoggy will go. Hoggy because he protected himself. Took uh, himself Fraser off, Brown, he? myself. Do you think Fraser Brown will go? I think Fraser Brown will go. I, I genuinely think he'll go. Oh, that hooker spot's a is a question, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Stuart Hogg will definitely go. Fraser Brown will definitely go. Yeah. Tommy Seymour on the fringes with Jim Hamilton. <laughs> Finn Russell, he's gone, has he? I don't know. I don't know. Who would you take Finn ahead of? Well, That's Finn's nominated for RBS Player of the Tournament as well. So, like, he's obviously. Well, it's there. all a bit token, isn't it, to have a few from each team? Yeah. What I think is, uh, when you look at it and you think, right, it needs to be split. England, Wales, Ireland, Scotland it needs to be split. Warren Gatland, he's not thinking about, oh, it needs to be evenly split. All he's thinking... Best team. ...is the best team. A few Scots, ah, oh, fuck it, we'll bring the doc. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The team manager, we the team to... manager's not, like, been Scottish in the past. We tried to get Gregor, but he said no. Yeah, exactly. So that's what he's trying to do. I just don't think the Scotland lads will have the respect that they deserve. That's what I think. Fuck it, we'll bring the doc. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no Scottish players, we'll bring the doc. Um, what about Italy? Are, are they going backwards? I mean, that was... That must have been so demoralising. You were in Italy, weren't you? you I was in us. Italy. Well, I was in a pub and I managed to find the one Italian bloke in the entire country that vaguely gave a shit about rugby. So I was actually in a battle between all the football fans that wanted to watch the Juventus match. Yeah. And you lost. And, um, Did you win or lose? Uh, well, I got one screen on yeah, well for done. the Ireland-England game. But that's why I wasn't able to watch the 
the France Wales game. Was it Stag Do? You on a Stag Do? I wasn't on Stag Do. The flights were just really cheap, so I booked it and went with uh, with a colleague. colleague. He went on his a own. Colleague. colleague. No, I went with a guy that I work with. So it's a grind, grind, grinder date. What is grinder? Grinder is the Tinder of the, of the homosexual what? world. Okay, it's funny you say that actually, because I had a <laughs> my mate. Can I tell a story or yes, not? Do, on do, on do, let's note. do. Because we're, we're, we're not homophobic on this rugby no, pod, nor are we in life, and nor should we be because this is the day and age that we're in. But Alistair Dickinson, Dicko, uh, Scotland Lou said, Edinburgh Lou said, that is to you, uh, McNair. Um, he he texted me yesterday, actually said, oh, mate, loving the, the rugby pod. Can't believe you've not told the story about us scrummaging on Dogshit Park. I was like, holy shit, I'll tell the story. So here we are. So Dogshit Park, we're preparing for the Calcutta Cup match. Where, where is Dogshit Park? To uh, on, literally next to Murrayfield Stadium. Oh, so the we're out there. Yeah. Um, One of the back pitches. Keeping it real, and there's dog shit everywhere. And we're doing a scrummaging, <laughs> and I was starting, and Dicko was on the bench at the time. And we do a scrummaging session, and it's one of them scrums that pops up in the air. So next thing, this scrum's popped up. I'm in the second row, pushing against a loose head. So I'm on the right-hand side of the scrum. Next thing, I've got this cold little slimy thing in my mouth. <laughs> Mate, I'm looking up, eye to eye, Dicko's willies in my mouth. <laughs> from the scrum. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's hanging out the bottom, bottom of his shorts. No, no, so basically, you know, the second row pulled, pulled, yeah. pulled he's pulled it down. The scrum stood up, yeah. so everything's been stretched. Yeah. And I'm just peering I, up at him, and your mouth's wide open. Well, it, it, it was kind of—I'd say it was half in. It was pretty small. It was cold. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, it's got to be quite big to get from underneath the shorts. Yeah, well, so just he's hung put, like a no. Yeah, it was literally like, like a, a hamster, squirrel. It? it was like <laughs> it was like a squirrel. So willy. you and Sam Vesti have both committed the same. Yeah, but mine, mine was unwilling. Unwilling. Yet, yet. Tasty. I wasn't uncomfortable. Tasty. I, I wouldn't say it was tasty, it was salty. <laughs> <laughs> salty, is that normal? So I said I'd say that anyway. So where, where do we get about that? Scrum standing up? Just got to have another wolf pack. I, th- I think you should actually down your beer for that one. I don't know how we got, yeah, not out. Uh, I don't, well, I can't down it, I'm chewing it How did we days. get to that? We, we? we just said that we're not homophobic, which no, we're, not. we're not. No, we're not. We're not. So we know that we've got a huge, diverse fan base. So and you're not scared of mixing it with men's genitalia in well, your the, mouth either. these unfortunate things happen they do well they don't to me but they do so even me. when you're scrummaging as well when you're scrummaging sometimes you can get their piece caught between your two fingers squeeze it hard do you yeah Petrus Duplicit Saracens a lot of hair though no yeah a lot of hair no, yeah. keep the downstairs tidy yeah, like that's, a, what, that's what the Veet's for not the front row the front row generally <laughs> is a bush on bush I'm telling you that's why I'm sponsored by Veet is it <laughs> bush on bush mate <laughs> oh, front dear, rows dear. <laughs> So uh, we had a couple of uh, people get in touch via social media and a guy called Marco Royce uh, suggested having a drinking game if any of you say any of the following words and it's a massive list. I don't know why it's so big, but anyway. Uh, filled in. Have you any of you said nah. this yet? No, never said that. Not yet. Put him into next week? No, no. no. Hung like a hamster? Just yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, I've just said yeah. that. Yeah, we'll say that. It was On Alan the smash. J- Alan Jacobson. On the smash. What about Alan I think that was. was. him then? Is that the prop? No, who are you talking about that prop? No, the Alistair Dickinson. Alistair Dickinson. Yeah. <laughs> he has got, he's got quite a big piece, but it was cold. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 how, how do you know how, how big your friend's pieces are? Like? Oh, shower shower together. Mate, yeah. Yeah, as a super rugby fan, you'd love to be in there. Well, no, you see, whenever mate. I'm in the shower, I'm normally washing, not staring about me. I'll tell you now, I, do you remember the days in Leicester? Right, there was one kid that used to walk into the shower and everyone used to run for dear life. <laughs> okay. Ayula <laughs> Arinley had the biggest thing you've ever seen, didn't he? It's frightening. It was like, get out, it's in, it'll bite you. Yeah. It's huge. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, uh, based on the final weekend, um, is there any changes that you'd make to your Lions squad? 
We haven't picked one. I yet. don't think we've ever picked one. <laughs> well, maybe no, we should well, do I mean, that next week. Talk, yeah, talk about people that yeah, people that you would have. April the nineteenth, they're selecting it, aren't they? Yeah. Warbur- Warburton, a shoe in to start, captain, potentially. Yeah, captain. he's he's been that good. He has, he has. Launchbury, yeah, Launchbury will go. Catapulted himself up, I yeah. reckon. You look at um, O'Mahony from the weekend. I'll, t- I'll, take, as well. I'll take o- o- O'Mahony. O'Mahony. <laughs> I'll definitely take him. Yeah, but you, you know, you look at H- Henderson was quality as well, wasn't he? I think he'll go. Well, you look at that second row. I think they'll There's take. There's so much I to think, choose from. I think they'll take Cruzo from. I think I think they'll take him. I think uh, even, when's, he, when's he fit? I reckon he'll get back for the semis, which is it'll be semis is at end of April, isn't it? End of April. I think they'll they take now, him. They announced the squad on the nineteenth. I think they'll announce him. I think they'll take think? him. Yeah, that's a tough. You know, you look at Courtney Law's played really well uh, as well throughout the Six Nations. Probably his best ever bunch at bar bar the Ireland game. His best ever four games for England. I'm going to say. Yeah, thought he played really well. But Launchbury head and shoulders above everyone else. I'm uh, I'm hearing rumours of Sinclair. Carl Sinclair. Carl Sinclair. Well, yeah, but you look at... That's the thing. You can look at each position. Talk about hookers, then. So you're saying Fraser Brown. I would put money on him going, but I'm so not... So Ken, Owen, Ken Owens is 100% going. Definitely. So I thought he's had a really good Six Nations. I think they'll take best. Best. I don't think Dylan Hartley will even get on no, the trip. I don't. The chat today, Warren Gatlin's come out today and talked about, you know, uh, Dylan Hartley maybe won't... He's not up for selection, really, as captain, because... You know, you've got to be the first. You've got to be guaranteed your spot in the team and stuff like that. And he talked. He openly talked about Jamie George today. I think Warren I, Gatlin did. Yeah, there you go. I think they'll take Jamie George as well. So I think they'll take three hookers. Yeah. So who? who three. I, I think. Who, I think it will be Fraser Brown. Yeah. I think it will be Ken Owens and Jamie George. You don't think Best will go? No. Big I shout. Know. I don't. It's a big shout. I think Jamie George's set piece is world class. The best. Bar Saturday against Ireland. When we lost a load of, we lost a crucial line out, didn't we? Yeah, I don't. And that again was was that Donica Ryan? Was it Amahoney? That was Amahoney, Amahoney. But that's not a throw. Yeah, that's not a throw, is it? Because he's gone up right next to him. I blame. Yeah, always blame someone else but yourself. What about the Italian darts? Anyway, Uh, so an interesting start from the the weekend was the Ireland England game. Um, Such a big occasion that it was, uh, Grand Slam at stake and so on. Um, There was three debutants, um, and one of them one of them only found out that he was going to be playing for Ireland five minutes um, before he went on um, and he joins us now Dan Levy from Leinster how's it going? How's it going lads? What's the story? Well you're pretty happy today aren't you? I am indeed yeah um, uh, I thought I was just going to be 24 man again kind of chilling um, got you the warm up alright and it, like we were kind of running in together jogging in as a, as a team at the end and uh, Joe kind of taps me on the shoulder I thought he was going to say something like you know, there's a tour to Japan this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Your head up or something like that. And he's like, um, Jamie's not right here. You're probably going to be on the bench. And fuck, that's <laughs> for a couple of minutes there. I was really, I was really like shocked. Um, and then we like, I, I got the jersey on, um, had our team talk. And then two seconds later, I found myself in the t- tunnel um, beside um, big Billy Vinipola walking out. To the anthem, so uh, it was a bit of a turnaround, but uh, it was brilliant. I loved uh, loved every moment of it. You weren't out on the smash the night before, were you? You didn't t- you didn't take the gamble, no? It crossed my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy's day and everything. What about after? Yeah, yeah, we went out for a few. Now uh, we had a little um, kind of get together with the English lads, and there was a bit of a I, I was going to say banquet, it's probably the wrong word, uh, just formalities and stuff in uh, the intercontinental across the road. So. Just handed a few English ads there, and then we went uh, back to the Shelburne and kind of chilled there. From my point of view, 
all I want to know about is what is the initiation now for the first cap for an Irish player? We had to, we used to have to sing on the bus as an English boy. That was, it was actually my Six Nations debut, so I played against Canada in the uh, the November series. So um, the, we we all have to sing a song, uh, which is you know pretty standard. Uh, you just have to sing that at the dinner in front of however many. What so? What song was it? Rocky Road to Dublin. I think it was. It was some easy like that. There was actually eight of us uh, singing it together. Because there were so many, we didn't want to go through all the... Um, I actually got off lightly, so we sang it together. And then we all had to just say a few words each, so it was, it was fine. Um, and then it's the the drinking part of it, which is the real important part, is uh, every player has to buy a drink for the new cap. So you drink with each player of the team. And um, so whatever I buy you... But say a new cap here now, whenever I buy him, I have to drink and he has to drink it with me. So... Um, you know, you got to be pally with people on the on the day because you can get large shaft and you know with triples and whatnot. Exactly, mate. Are you, I don't know if you were in a worse state than Billy Van Apol. I don't know if you've seen the picture of him being carried out of a nightclub. Have you seen it? Yeah, fuck. Um, no, I wasn't that bad. Thank God. Um, pretty unlucky for Billy now. Um, just getting getting papped like that, but. Uh, yeah, he was he was pretty pretty well on the way when we saw him. And there was him. He said he wasn't. He, he said he doesn't drink. Yeah, do you remember that? And that's the thing as well. Then, like especially having played before, I didn't win as many big games um, as that big game for you at the weekend. But you do actually go on a bit of a downer after, don't you? Like you've got to build yourself up. Who have Leinster got this week? We've got Cardiff now. Um, <laughs> I've had a one day holiday, uh, which is today, and I'm back in the training tomorrow. Um, I'm actually, I am actually dying to play a game now because I've kind of been, you know, it's been pretty stop-start for me. I've been in camp the whole time with Ireland and uh, been 24th, well, a couple of times, and I obviously got the run out there um, on the weekend. But it's kind of, it's pretty frustrating. You're kind of, you're so close to the team, you're not really playing. So, you know, I'm actually looking forward to going hit out against Cardiff, and then we've got obviously that big game against Wasps coming up um, a couple of days after as well. It's just, you know, it's going to be huge. Mate, that's good. I've got a question about a, a, a player that we were big fans of here, and I've played against him quite a lot. Peter O'Mahony. 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 Is he is he angry off the pitch or not? He always looks angry, like he's going to kill someone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, he's actually one of the nice lads you could come across. Um, he just has this kind of intensity about him when he's when he's on the pitch. He'll, uh, he'll fucking run through a wall for you. Um, that man, and you know. It, Kind of, you could see it uh, in the game and the way he plays. Um, actually, towards the very end of the game, um, he made a line-out catch. Uh, I'd say it was only five minutes to go down in the corner, and I was underneath him as a plus one in the line-out, and he was about eight feet in the air, lying horizontal, catching the ball. <laughs> and like, I, I can't think of many people that'd go to that length to, you know, keep the ball. And I was underneath him, looking at him, and I was like, "Fucking hell, this lad is." He falls out here, but um, yeah, just test him into the type of person and character he is. He's a, he is a bit of a nut on the pitch, so I'll give you that. Yeah. Listen, Dan, uh, thanks very much for joining us. We'll let you go tonight, but just before you do, uh, do you fancy giving us a rock, uh, rendition of the Rocky Road to Dublin? <laughs> no, no, Back don't, don't, here, don't guys, no, 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 we're not. No, don't. he's a super. He just wants to, Dan. He just wants to hear your voice. Nah, so too, mate. I need to brush up on the lyrics now. Uh, listen, thank you very much, and congratulations on the first Six Nations start, and all the best for uh, this weekend in Cardiff. Yeah, good on you, Dan. Cheers, but not mate. not so much good luck against Wasps, though, fella. Come on, the Wasps. <laughs> Cheers. 
Alright, catch you later. Cheers, bud. Thank you. Can we just talk about Superfan's lack of knowledge? Oh, that wasn't his first. He didn't start. He, didn't he was start. on the bench. That, 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 that was his second game. Andy Rowe, where are you? Um, <laughs> awkward. Uh, awkward. Where are we? So uh, here, um, wait. We've got a segment every week that's brought to you by folktofolk.com, and as some of you probably already know, Folk to Folk are a leading service in matching up businesses and local investors in the community. Um, so it's a great alternative to a bank. Um, so go and check them out at folktofolk.com um, if you're an investor or a local UK business. Um, now do let them know that you heard about them from the Rugby Pod because each week they make sure that we can bring you the good, the bad and the ugly. Yes. Great company. That's good. Folk, folk, great company. Good, good company. company. Good the company. good. So the good. There's uh, obviously a lot to talk about in terms of that. Let's go to Leicester. Let's go to Jim and I's old club. Yeah, back on the on the trophy march, winning the Anglo Welsh Cup, aka aka Jim. What do you call it? The cunts cup. <laughs> <laughs> so credit to Leicester. They actually played really well yesterday. Um, defended like heroes. Brett Deacon, um, yeah, my I was best just about mate. To say, Brett Deacon running the defence for Leicester these days. Yeah. Um, I think Exeter in that second half must have had 75% possession. Uh, couldn't score a try, but great to see Leicester and the boys uh, winning a trophy again. I think it was 2013, the last time they won the Premiership. So four years since they've won a, any sort of title. So um, good for them. Obviously a tough year so far. Um, they could still Jordan make Murphy. Yeah, what well, they will do. I, I guarantee they'll make top four now. Yeah. But a relatively easy run in. They play Northampton this week. But Jordan Murphy has been head coach of the Anglo-Welsh Trophy, as Jim likes to call it, the, yeah. by the other name. Um, but they've done really well. Freddie Burns has been outstanding in a real tough year for him when obviously there's all this stuff about George Ford. So credit to the Leicester boys. I'm going to go off-piste a bit now. Romania. Yeah. Anyone heard about Romania this weekend? What happened? They won. They beat Georgia 8-7, classic, and they won the European Championships. Joining the greats that have also beat Georgia. Yeah. Is that that the tier two? Yeah, tier two. So Romania, everyone's talking about, oh, let Georgia in the Six Nations. Georgia didn't even win it. Romania won it for the first time. Georgia have won it for the last six years, but Romania beat them 8-7 in the final game. Classic. Um, so we're going to give them a tip of the hat to Romania. But the good, it can only go to one team this week, can't it? Ireland. They were outstanding from, you know, it wasn't a classic game of attacking rugby, but just their control, the aggression, set-piece dominance. I thought everything about Ireland at the weekend. You know, you lose Conor Murray and everyone thinks you've lost one of your best players. Marmion steps in. Um, just, you know, even the guys off the bench coming on, they were outstanding. That little kick from McGrath towards the end. I'm just thinking, what are you doing? Just hold on to it. He puts it a metre out. So the good has got to go to Ireland. Brilliant performance. They just love spoiling the record, don't they? Do you think that had had anything to do with Andy Farrell knowing the England team and being able to Um, Yeah, There's no doubt Faz had a a big impact on it. It's obviously the first time that he's ever coached a team against his son, but I think ultimately it was, and Jim knows this more than anyone, I think, in wet weather conditions like that when there's so much intensity, it's just a battle up front, isn't it? Yeah, and, and Ireland, small margins. Yeah, and Ireland dominated that, you know, in those areas. Um, yeah, you go to that line out that he was just talking about then when Omani gets up and steals it with five to go, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, those small margins when you game. So the good this week goes to Ireland for ruining England's record, killing the Grand Slam dream. They played well and they deserve the win. So well Scotland done didn't even get a mention there. No. Uh, they played, Scotland. Scotland would get. Oh, they don't need to against Italy. With no disrespect to them, I watched that game. It was shite. It was a garbage game as well, wasn't shite. it? Shite. Really, it really was. The, the only the good thing about the Scotland and uh, the the actual game itself, and after the game was actually Vern Cotter came on the field. I saw some emotion. Some emotion came. Out. He was crying on the pitch. Obviously, it means a lot to him. Um, it means so much that he's you know he's obviously off to Montpellier to pick up half a million euros a year. Um, so he's crying his way all the way to the bank, wasn't he? Eight hundred fifty million. 
150 million? A thousand, sorry. Oh, is that what it is? 150,000. There we go. Close to a million. It's not a bad, not a bad So about half a million pounds sterling. Yeah, a bit, bit more than that. Oh, mate, it's a bit I'm, more than that. I'm in the FX world, mate. Not you. Are you? Oh. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, uh, Ireland get the good, then the yeah. bad. Um, Italy talked about them getting nilled by the Scots as well and finished bottom of the pile. That wasn't great. Johnny Sexton. I'm going to give Johnny Sexton a bad rap here. Anyone that has watched the game or watched seen Twitter today, is petulant little kick of James Haskell. Anyone see that? No. So Haskell, he's he's got into England's defensive line by a ruck. Haskell's trying to fold around the corner. He just kicks him. Kicks him in the shin. It's real petulant. Good kick. lad. Good um, lad. I, I reckon it's possibly possibility of a ban there. Really? You can't kick someone. You know, even if it's you know, it's not a forceful kick at all. But he's just booted Haskell intent in his shin uh, on the way around. So that was pretty petulant. I know he got people talking about him getting some rough treatment, but you just can't kick players. No. Uh, so that was pretty bad. And then, but ultimately, the only bad of the week, the French substitution, the doctor of uh, Uno Antonio. Uh, I thought it was pretty bad just calls into question the integrity of the game when you're talking about HIAs and bending the rules and things like that because ultimately the referee Wayne Barnes cannot someone says he got a head injury you cannot question it as a ref and say no you haven't you're faking no. I just don't think there's any place in that for the game so for the it French was, doctor yeah. for laughing in his face and you'll never get this you'll never get this la 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 he gets the bad always going to be the French though eh? yeah it is mm. it is It is always the French ah no no <laughs> <laughs> But then, ultimately, you also look back and Rob Howley and Warren Gatlin were part of the Wasps team years and years and years ago. That were the, the main team that brought on the, the rules of uncontested scrums. They always used to, they were getting stuffed in scrums. They'd take a prop off, go to uncontested, and then uh, they get to finals and win finals because Mate, of it. So. Don't you ever disrespect Warren Gatlin, my coach, this summer. Don't <laughs> ever let me hear you. So anyway, so Wales were unlucky. Um, but they have, you know, what goes around comes around, I suppose, a little bit as well. Anyway, that Justin, was a bad for French. Said that. And then the ugly, the ugly, well, we spoke about it earlier. I've got absolutely no time in the world for Johan Hugé. Stamped on someone's face last year playing for Toulouse. Clearly someone, and the rumours are that it's Johan Hugé, has bitten George North in the arm. No place for it at all in the game. Um, you know, Hopefully they can find more TV angles on whoever did it, if it is Johan Hugé, which I've got a feeling it was. Ban him for a long, long time. Oh, I think there should be a more comical... Ban as well, like shaving mm. all his hair off as well. Yeah, <laughs> like embarrassing, so, yeah. embarrassing. Ban him, and and shave, shave his, his head. head, shave your head, <laughs> shave your head. Put your boots on your hands. So there's the ugly. You want socks on your hands? Mm. Boots on your hands. That's what you do every week, isn't yeah. it? Put your boots on your hands. Drop it. <laughs> hands like cows' tits. I'm back this week. <laughs> you you in? Yeah. Well, yeah. two week break from who's, the. Uh, who's got group. this weekend? We got Bath on Sunday. Oh uh, yeah, at home, isn't it? Yeah, BT Sport Live. Mate, it'd be a good game. They'll have Charteris back, Fallertown, Ford. You know, we'll have Hamilton, Chris Oji, Itoji, Hatoji. It? Uh, it's been so long Hat- since we played together. Hitoji, yeah. Yeah, Hatoji. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, Billy, Mako. If Billy's sober, it's those pictures. <laughs> Absolutely. What's separate. he got around his waist there? Mate, I think, I don't he's know got a dress he, on as well, is he? I think he's pushed himself on the like, <laughs> <laughs> covering it up. Hell of a lad. He says he's going to come on soon. Good lad. He should Please. do. He should do. So, a couple of questions that were sent in by our followers on social media. Neil Evans asked, uh, starting halfback combination for the Lions. We haven't talked about scrum halves, we've talked about tens. Uh, yeah, I mean... Webb, Murray. I, I generally think Reese Webb will start. I think Conor Murray should, but I think Gatlin loves Reese Webb. Um, you think Conor Murray should, should start? I think the three scrum halves on tour will be Conor Murray, Reese Webb and Ben Youngs. I think Reese Webb has been standout. I think, right? yeah, I think Reese Webb will start. But don't forget... 
Conor Murray started his third choice on the last Lions tour, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and ended up coming. I think he came off the bench in the last test, mm-hmm. did he? And they were sort of saying he'd have been starting the if there was another test, he'd have started. So uh, Conor Murray's a classy, classy operator, but I just I think Gatland will start with Reese Webb and Faz at ten. No, Who? Johnny Sexton and Farrell as well. Farrell well, as even well, the Farrell. standard tonight, we're talking about Farrell at ten, saying that he was the better choice for England. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, To has he got a chance to go on the Lions tour? No. Um, as a twelve, because I think I think we're generally weak in the centres. Um, I think I think they'll still take Roberts. Oh God, it's quite a young centre. Yeah, I just I just I think thought Henshaw more. and Ringrose are outstanding at the weekend. Yeah, they punch way above their weight. Um, so do they go? Are they ready for the All Blacks though? No, they're beating them. Yeah, once. I thought I thought yeah. once, mate. What's the Welsh twelve called? Scott. Scott Williams. Scott Williams. But yeah, yeah he, he's, he's he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't play very well. No, he's not had a great Six Nations. I just think with Jamie Roberts, potentially, you know what you're getting. I just don't think that beats the All Blacks. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, okay. I, I see do, what you mean. Do, do you think he's going to pick players that are, are, that are going to be vying for that Test spot week in? They need guys to go on tour that are going to be able to play in the midweek, that are going to be able to quality training sessions, and they can call upon if needed. Yeah, I just don't see Jamie Roberts is a brilliant bloke. I just don't see him. Having the yeah. form to be anywhere near the lines at the minute. Yeah. Ringrose will definitely be going. Yeah, hundred percent. I think Ringrose and, and Henshaw should go. Yeah, I agree. You got Farrell as an option as a twelve. Jonathan Davis in the centres as well. Definitely go. And then you go between Scott Williams, Ben Teo, and and Jamie Roberts probably, don't you? Scottish yeah. centres. They can't defend, can they? Alex Dunbar is very good. I think Hugh Jones is good in attack. They but defended really well against England. Well, Hugh go. Jones. Go, <laughs> three tries off line out. Yeah. But that game would have been close. Which game? The Scotland England oh, game. On, <laughs> would have been close would if you had thirty close. players on the field. That's about it. <laughs> but they scored three tries. Scotland scored three tries every time they were in twenty-two. They scored. That's mm. all I'm saying. That's how good the attack is. Anyway, yeah. What's, yeah. And you lost by forty. Yeah, I've never lost by. That's 40. like me saying when I did my fitness test. When I dropped out on the yo-yo at level eighteen, I could have gone to twenty-two. Eighteen. Yeah, mate. Eighteen no one. I used to get it every time. Drop out. Yeah. Size eighteen more. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, a couple of things before we finish up. Um, as usual, if you enjoyed the podcast, give us a share on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, also, chuck in a few quid for the Matt Hampson Foundation, the campaign on Just Giving. Uh, and finally, we've been nominated for a few awards. Uh, British have Podcast of the Year. Awards. Stop it. Have we, we have really? actually. So give us a vote. Hang on. Hang on. Talk, talk, talk Let's more just about not that. fucking polish over that. Yeah. This is big news. Well, that's why I'm finishing on it. Climax. Go on. Well, tell us, Sam, because I'm about to go. <laughs> We've been nominated for Best Podcast of the Year. Where? In what category? British Podcast of the Year. Like the best podcast I think, I think we're, we're, in this, we're, in this, we're in the sports category. With how many? Sports category. How many? Who else is in there? I'm not sure how many are in there. Well, we need to know I've just the seen the, the, the link is going to be on our Twitter and Facebook, um, and there'll be a post on Instagram, so check it out and give us a vote. Hey, we are there. Because that is a big deal. We're there. Yes. Tops off, Jim, aren't we? Tops off. Melted wheelie bin and my belly out off, everywhere. You, so mate, here, you actually, look like of, you look a bag of shit. <laughs> so if we win, if we win, what is the forfeit? There has so to be a forfeit. If we win, how great forfeit if it's a celebration? No, no, but you've got to do something. That's tops off Skull and Pints around London somewhere. Would you do a comeback, Andy? I know we've already done that one, but... I'll get the rugby pod tattooed on me somewhere if we win it. There we go. Where? We have to confirm where. On my neck. <laughs> on my forehead, maybe on my arse. I can't. Uh, this on is a kill me. Yeah. No, would you, would you actually do that? Would you get your? Would you get the little logo tattooed? Maybe very small on your wrist or something. Would you do that? Yes, if definitely. We 
Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Right, it's in stone now. It's in uh, stone. Uh, so I won't. I'll watch that. I'll watch what, that what will you do there, Goody? You do it. If we could find a tattoo artist that would let you tattoo the rugby pod on him. Oh, Jesus Christ, we well, that's changing now, isn't it? I know, I know. <laughs> All right, TBC. I'll do, I'll do it on his eyes. TBC. Yeah. But there you heard it. Jim Hamilton is going to get a tattoo if you vote for us for the British Podcast of the Year Awards. Um, so thank you no, for no, listening. No, 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 no. And we win. And we win. And we not, win. not just by and people voting. Not if you it, vote for us. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, we, we got three votes. Yeah, Jim, get your tattoo. <laughs> yeah. When we win it. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you so much for uh, coming along and giving us your banter and your rumours and no, stuff us, like mate. that. Hey, don't, don't thank us. We're thanking you. Thank you. Do, thank, we, do we thank no him worries. for that? No oh, worries. Uh, yeah, we should. Well done, mate. You did all right. Yeah, Bring, mate, did Bring right, back yeah. Andy Rowe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did all right. He'll be back shortly. He'll be back shortly. But thank you very much, guys, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Ruby Pod. Pod, 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 pod